listening to the Give Me Five podcast, episode number Give Me Five podcast, a bi-weekly podcast reviewing the things you loved today and the things you loved a few years ago. We're totally bi-weekly. B is for bi-weekly. My name is Handsome Dan, and I am joined by a freak with a microphone. That's me! I'm a freak with a microphone! Freakazoid! Freakazoid! <laughs> Friendly neighborhood freakazoid. <laughs> this is a side B episode, and we are going to talk about the film Thanks Killing Three. Yeah. yeah. And of course, we yeah. will answer our Give Me Five question of the week. So, guys. Yeah. I'm I'm still stuck on Thanks Killing Three. It, yeah. God. But you know well, what? We're gonna spoil it. This is a review. Sh- How can you spoil this piece of shit? I don't. I, <laughs> there's nothing to spoil. I, I don't. I, but I it's a review show. Right. It's yeah, a review show. We'll try to avoid any major twists. Here's here's a spoiler. There aren't any. Um, <laughs> it's it's a crappy movie that came out in 2012. Deal with it. We're gonna talk about it. It's yeah. Oh. Oh dear God! It's it's hard to spoil because this movie at no point is coherent enough for re- anything to be spoiled. It really isn't. It ah. it's I don't, I don't know. It's an inconsistent mishmash of puppets and fucking music videos. And not funny skits on TV. I mean, look, it was 2012. Yeah. So, wasn't that I mean, long ago? I don't, no, it really wasn't. Um, but uh, in the same year that this movie was birthed, I'm going to try it in this order. On August 6th of 2012, the Curiosity. Mars Science Laboratory's missions rover successfully lands on Mars. It was not immediately accosted by aliens, which was a big disappointment to millions of people around the world. I remember watching the first images come in on my Xbox and there weren't little aliens walking around. You're going, where the shit are the aliens? Why did I watch this for so long? This is stupid. (laughs) Super stupid. Science is stupid. Space is stupid. Nobody cares. Just kidding. Also in 2012, the Eurovision Song Contest takes place in Baku, Azerbaijan. And it was won by Swedish entrant 
Laureen with the song Euphoria. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Take that because we've talked about Eurovision song recently. Super fun movie, by the way. Super fun. You should check it out. It's only a matter of time before we uh, have an American song contest. Perhaps after the pandemic. (laughs) Really? Why not? It's called America's Got Talent or The Voice. or Different, like, parts of the country like vote in and they give their it's like the electoral college of well that's that's kind music. of like it's kind of like the voice or um oh my i can't even remember but those are like the big one with simon people. cowell what the hell was the name of that one that's american idol there you go american idol that's it right there the people call in and vote you know what's gonna happen you know what's gonna happen eventually also in 2012 the wii u was released mm. And Austrian skydiver Felix Baumgartner becomes the first person to break the sound barrier without any machine assistance. Wow. The record space dive from the Red Bull Stratos helium-filled balloon from 128,000 feet. 24 miles over Roswell, New Mexico, where some years ago, another alien spacecraft landed. Ooh, crash landed. That, right. That's actually actually really interesting. Uh, the the Isn't idea that, cool? that he broke the sound barrier. Did he go deaf? No, he. Did he hear the boom? I'm not sure, but he was I know there he a boom. Passed out. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was. Uh, so he missed it. He missed the whole thing. Probably. Yeah. He. I. I think he passed out. There was a. It was part of a Red Bull commercial, but it's it's very fascinating. And uh, I, the dude was basically in space. And then I'm assuming he woke up before he hit the ground. I think so. So he yeah. he did pull a shoot, or I mean, maybe it was automated. But he's not dead. Okay. So. In 2012, the highest grossing film at $1.5 billion was, do you want to take a guess? If you haven't seen it already. I already looked. The Avengers. It was The Avengers in 2012. Best selling game of that year was Mass Effect 3. And the number one song was Somebody That I Used to Know by Got Ye featuring Kimbra. You're just somebody that I used to know. Is that how it goes? I have no idea. I know there's a song that does that, but oh my god. There it is. That's the song right there. Somebody that I used to know. Oh. Now that we've talked about some cool stuff that happened in 2012, let's talk about some not cool stuff that happened. And that not cool stuff is Thanks Killing 3. Jesus Christ, this movie. Really? There's uh Yeah, so last I'm not week, gonna lie, I had high hopes for it because as as ridiculous as the first movie was it still had moments that just made you laugh your ass off it did and And this movie had none of that this movie was just a big disjointed disheveled mess from start to finish and missing jokes just oh my god missing jokes um jokes that weren't really that funny but tried to play out for way too long Mm. was was a big problem that I had with this. 
So Thanks Killing 3 was released November 13th of 2012. It was directed by Jordan Downey again. I believe mm-hmm. Jordan Downey was the one who directed Thanks Killing 1. Starring Daniel Usage, Joe Hartzler, Preston Altry, and, well, honestly, who the hell cares who else was in it? it, it it's not good. But the synopsis is, is a foul-mouthed villain turkey carves through the likes of a rapping grandma, a mindless puppet, a mm-hmm. wig-wearing inventor, a bisexual space worm, and their equally ridiculous friends on his quest to recover the last copy of Thanks Killing 2. Yeah, holy shit! What a I mean, this, pile. This, this movie was like, hey, it, it was like they said, hey, the turkey was the best part of the first one. Let's just make more puppets, and then that was all they did. They made a, a a bunch more puppets. They wrote a couple of things so that they could use each of those ridiculous abominations that they made. And other than that, they just said, you know what? Fuck it. We'll ad lib. We'll ad lib this bitch. And that's pretty much what we got. It, it just a freaking mess. And the, the yeah. puppets weren't good. The, I, I mean, having having the turkey and the turkey being the only one that's not good is kind of, in a way, I guess, endearing, charming, whatever. You're like, oh, you know, they've got the puppet they tried. And then they were like, oh, people loved it. Let's just make a bunch of these shitty puppets and it'll be great. No, it, it, it wasn't great. It, was, it wasn't even good. No, not at all. I, it's it's very hard to we, – we try not to, I mean, go step by step through the, the plot of the film. I don't even know um, how you could in this movie. I mean, this <laughs> – it's, yeah. It is a big effing mess. I can't even. Uh. It sure is. Now, this this movie was crowdfunded oh my uh, God. through a successful Kickstarter campaign. And they wasted all these people's money. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially the five people who backed the uh, $1,000 or more pledge, which uh, got you killed on screen. I can't even think of five people that were killed on screen in this because. Well, one was the Pike guy who was like fascinated with his with his war Pike, but he wasn't even killed on screen. He went to answer the door and they cut away and then he was just a steaming pile of wreckage. Yeah, so I'm not too sure there was that. And then maybe four people who were really disappointed. I don't, I don't I don't know. I mean it just the the rapping grandma made no sense. It was stupid. It was disgusting too. It was it was just I was like, really? That's where we're going with this? I mean, at least in the first movie, they had so they had some bits. The story the story was cohesive enough that they could actually throw in some comedy. This mm-hmm. was just like they were just like throwing rapid fire jokes at the screen and they just weren't funny. It, and there there was no like story behind him or anything. And it was just like, oh, this will be good. Let's let's use this. And it. Yeah, the the, the jokes aren't funny. The one liners, which is a highlight of the previous film, were awful. And and the biggest crime, the biggest crime of this movie is that there's less of a focus on the fucking turkey. And the turkey yeah. was the gold from the first movie. Yeah, it it was really. In a movie called Thanks Killing 3, 
about a killer turkey to not have that element was just a crime. I mean, the, the main focus was, and I, I still don't even know what her point was. The the puppet who lost oh. her mind, I, th- they never really, it was like, oh, she's here. She's a big plot point. She's the puppet that lost her mind. And then at the end, oh, your mind's here. And she's like, oh, good. I'm going to leave now. It's what? So if this conversation makes absolutely no sense to you, um, I can absolutely guarantee uh, 100% without a shadow of a doubt that the film won't make any sense to you. Um, there, There's this puppet who there's a puppet. loses its mind. Yep. Whose path crosses with Uncle Donnie and his friend who uh, have aspirations of creating a Thanksgiving themed theme park called Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Land. Land mm-hmm. In which they are in character the whole time. They're wearing powdered ri- wigs as a sign of their status. Well, one of them is... It's like there were two or three movies going on at the same time and they just mashed them all together. Yeah. And there were this, like I said earlier, there were these weird, every action sequence or fight sequence for some reason had the feel of a music video. And I just didn't get it. Um, just, I, I just, I don't think there's anything positive I can say about this movie. There really isn't. It is a total shit show. Total there isn't, shit show. There isn't a lot to say about it other than that. Um, and, and and it's so disappointing because I was totally looking forward to this. I dude, I actually I mean, thanks killing the first movie is a total yeah. diamond in the rough. It is it is a total surprise because you're watching this thinking, oh, this is gonna be absolute garbage. And while it was absolute garbage, there <laughs> were some really redeeming qualities of this movie, namely the turkey and some of the situations that they got into, and it was they knew and I think this is where they went where where they went wrong. They knew that Thanks Killing was garbage and they leaned into it. Mm-hmm. For Thanks Killing 3, they kind of lost that attitude and they're like, well, we're just gonna make a bunch of shit that doesn't make sense because they loved this other garbage. So and they didn't play on the insanity that was going on. It was just like they they were like, here, take this. This is for you. And then yeah. walked away. I'm like, uh, this is, oh, fuck. If if I had crowdfunded this, if I had pledged, I'd been pissed. I would have been mad too. Um, I've been like, this is what I paid for. No, give me my money back. So I think something that uh, you know, could I'm have, mad that I paid the four dollars to rent this movie, much less oh, fund it. Oh man, you should. You should dispute that transaction on your on your card. Um, this this movie, if you are interested, and I'm so sorry to to say this, hearing that you paid for it, is available on Tubi and Pluto. Okay. Um, I should have done more research. Yeah, Pluto is is free. Pluto is pretty cool, actually. If you've never heard of it before, um, they have a. Uh, 
a um, cold case files channel that I like to fall asleep nice. to. And really this, what made this movie even worse for me is that when I watched it, it had commercials. So and the commercials longer. were the the commercials were better than actually watching the movie because you're like oh thank God I've got a commercial I, I okay well I'd get a commercial and it would play like a few in uh-huh. a row uh-huh. because it's a free service and it just made the movie that much longer right and I just wondered dude I I got up and did the dishes at some point and I was like. If I leave it on and I can hear it from the kitchen, then I'm still kind of watching it, kind of watching it. I'm not completely shirking my responsibilities off. for this week. Exactly. <laughs> I, and I, I, I came in at some point, uh, you watched this a few days before I did. Mm-hmm. And you said, this is just a disjointed shit show. And I, I maybe thought, Oh, you know, you know, maybe, maybe it's not that bad. It can't be, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I thought. I mm-hmm. not even watched the trailer for this. And then today I said, this movie is fucking unwatchable. Yeah. But knowing that you would, you'd stuck it out. You, you watched it. I did. I had to. It was total crap. <laughs> total crap. And I wanted to jab a fork into my eyes at the end. You wanted uh, to jab a pike. A I did put a knife on the end of a stick. I did and your eyes. Yeah. The, uh, Just, Oh my God. So awful. Characters are not at all memorable. No, um, nor was there ever any connection emotionally established. I mean, I can't even talk about it in terms of that. It's a real movie. Cause it, no, it it's just, just <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm very pleased that, that the movie was so bad that it's not even worth you pulling the feigned. Oh, this was the greatest movie ever. Blah, blah, blah. Cause it, it was, it was so bad that Jimmy can't even do that. No. Cause there are occasionally movies that, that are total garbage and Jimmy will defend them just, just to be Jimmy. And yep. I'm like, I'm like, dude, this movie wasn't good. And you yep. know, it'll be funny. And ha 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 ha. Uh-huh. You can't even do that with this movie. It was just, uh, just horrendous. Just horrendous. Oh Completely my god, awful. it was bad. I, I don't even I don't even know what else to talk about. Um this film was shot in fifty it took over fifty days to make this film. And it the should only, have just been shot in the ass. <laughs> it shouldn't even been launched on Kickstarter. Um uh, the one of the the more charming things about the first one is that it was shot in 11 days and it shows Mm -hmm. it absolutely shows. Um, This one was marketed as the first film to skip its own sequel, which I guess the whole premise of this is that there are, um, there are people going after the sequel, which uh, according to the movie has been made, but there's only one copy that exists because it's so horrible. Uh, the Turkey is seeking to recover it while others are seeking to destroy it. I, I can't imagine that the second one, uh, even though not real was any better than there, than, than this one. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I really don't have any more to say about it. Yeah. 
I don't know that there is much more to say about this movie. It was bad. We saved you the effort of going to check it out. I yeah. I would not recommend that you I, I would say just take our word for it. <laughs> yeah. This movie is terrible. Just just terrible. There's nothing to point at and laugh at. There mm-hmm. there wasn't I mean, even in even in some of the really shitty movies that we've watched, like what was it, Robo Vampire or something? Robo shit? Vampire. Robo Even in that movie, there was the occasional scene where you're like, huh, okay, this is kind of dumb, but whatever. All right. This movie had none of that. This movie no. was you're just looking at it going, What? What? Yeah. Why am I watching this? Absolutely no redeeming qualities whatsoever. None. Watch the first one. Enjoy it. Skip everything else. realize there is no light at the end of the tunnel for this one. No. Well, if if we don't have any more to say about it. I certainly don't. Yeah. Anything else that I say about it's going to be profanity laden. So. Yeah. Just not good at all. So I think that's going to going to just bring us to our, our question a little bit earlier. I mean, we sure. could sit here and blow smoke at each other's asses for, for another half an hour, Ooh. but uh, we'll just have to make it up to you. Yeah. So our question of the week is uh, a little bit more challenging. I uh, had a little bit of trouble. I did too, because we're going to discuss our uh, top five Ridiculous movie sequel shticks. So mm-hmm. those are sequels to films that had a completely ridiculous premise. Um, maybe not at all associated with the original film. Um, or just having a, a completely ridiculous title. I, I actually had two, two franchises that showed up twice each in my okay. list. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll go ahead and go first. All right. We we do have a, a listener-submitted list and a listener-submitted voicemail, mm. which we will get to. Um, those being from Jubal's and Alec, but starting with mine, I've got a couple of honorable mentions. Okay. My first honorable mention is going to be Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. There was no Michael Myers in that film. Correct. Which is why? Inexplicable. Number two is Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows. Mm-hmm. Not a completely ridiculous premise. But no, but that, that that's actually on my list, and it's on my list because they changed their shtick. Right. Completely different format. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Marketed as a big-budget Hollywood film, whereas the original was an independent film. With found some, footage film, and even the second one wasn't even a found footage film. No, no, it was. Uh, they took it from the basement to the to the red carpet, and it just didn't work. Right, and and everybody knows that I did not like the Blair Witch Project, but even mm-hmm. I can't deny that they found they found gold with that movie. It it struck a chord. the The population ate it up. And mm-hmm. it did really, really well. And yep. for some inexplicable reason, they changed their shtick. Yep. So that'll bring 
me to the meat and potatoes of my list. And my number five is going to be American Werewolf in Paris, the 1997 film built on a joke made by John Landis made uh, when filming the American Werewolf in London, where they had a problem with permitting filming in London. He said, well, fine, we'll just move it to Paris and call it American Werewolf in Paris. This film is centered around a child conceived at some point by the two main characters. Well, not main characters, because that would be Jack and David. Uh, they didn't have a child, but it was the daughter of David. This is a sequel that didn't need to be made. And at some point, the... Uh, Although I will admit I had a thing for Julie Delpy. Okay. Well, the main characters in this film uh, harness their lycanthropy by doing extreme sports. It's just what? No. <laughs> Number four, Titanic 2. Because <laughs> why not? Why not? Uh, mm, the yeah. first one, it sank in the first one, right? Yep. And okay. Titanic 2 was built on the premise that a... Uh, a clone, not clone, but like not birthed in a Petri dish, but they built a Titanic two, which suffered the same fate as the first one. That just seems like bad juju. Yeah. Don't that's don't name another ship Titanic. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, if you get a fishing boat, don't name it Titanic. That's just, you're just bad. You're just asking for bad things to happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My number three is ginger dead man Two. Mm. The Passion of the Crust. Jesus Christ. The sequel sees the ginger dead man wreaking havoc on the set of a low-budget horror movie facing off against the cast and crew, as well as a terminally ill boy who is there to fulfill his dying wish to meet the stars of the first one. Yep. Number two, Return of the Living Dead, Rave to the Grave, mostly because of the stupid-ass title, Trioxin, the drug used in previous films to reanimate corpses, is manufactured in pill form, passed around as ecstasy-like drug, turning ravers into zombies. My number one is going to be Leprechaun in the Hood. Mm. I know there's a couple to choose from in that series, but there are. in this one, the Leprechaun is inexplicably on a different planet. Nope. Sorry. That's Leprechaun in space. That's Leprechaun 4, baby. In space. Well, Leprechaun in the hood. The Leprechaun meets a group of gangster rappers and even tries his hand at rapping himself at some point Mm. to disastrous results. Yeah. And that's my list. Well done, Jimmy. Thank you. I'll move on to uh, a list from... Matt, before we get to you, sir, hit us with it. Matt Jubels, whom you can meet in the chat room by becoming a Patreon by going to patreon.com. And you just gregged it. I did greg it. Damn. <laughs> you can become a patron of the show by going to patreon.com slash give me five podcast. You can meet Matt and others in the chat room as well as uh, different other tiers and uh, rewards for backing us. Matt's honorable mentions are going to be the Fast and the Furious franchise, 
The the whole franchise? Yeah. So just <laughs> I agree. I agree. And uh another honorable mention is going to be the Sharknado franchise. Okay. Now uh getting into his top five list, his number five is Leprechaun Four. Leprechaun mm-hmm. in space. Yep. Because for some reason he's on another pl- planet or he's in space, not anywhere near like where. He, yeah, I don't. Whatever. Okay. He's attacked by space marines, kills yeah. them off one by one after first appearing on their spaceship by violently emerging from one of the marines' penises. Mm-hmm. Yep. Penis eye. Penises. Penis eye. From the penis eye. Number four, Child's Play, Cult of Chucky. Everyone knows how I feel about that franchise. I think it's stupid. No, I'm not scared of the doll. I just think it's dumb. Number three, Cabin Fever 2. His number two is Freddy vs. Jason. His number one is Starship Troopers 3, Marauder. Okay. Now. I feel like there should have been a little bit more explanation to some of those. He did not include them. I know. Um, but maybe next week he can call in with his explanations. Speaking of explanations, I feel like I owe it to everyone out there to explain myself in my list for last week by stating that the original Predator from the film Predator was a ridiculous movie monster. I wasn't there to defend my choice. But I was referring to the original Predator monster played by Jean-Claude Van Damme where he looked like just a very tall lobster. I'm unfamiliar with that one. In the movie Predator, Mm -hmm. Jean-Claude Van Damme originally played the Predator. Okay. The costume was super goofy looking. He looked like a really tall crab. Mm-hmm. He was just bulky and dumb and was not anything resembling the movie, the movie that we eventually got. And thank you. Oh, okay. Because Predator is an absolutely fantastic film with a absolutely fantastic villain or monster. It is not the one I was referring to. Fair enough. I will. I will accept that. Thank you very much. There was some controversy there, and even pissed off. There, our there was because we read that list, and we were like, "What? I don't." Yep. Mm. No, you can you can look up the original Predator suit with Jean Claude Van Damme. I I think it, I will uh, as soon as we finish here. I'm going to take a look at it and be like, "Super what the goofy." Fuck? Definitely do that. All right. So, do we want to save our patron of unusual size for last? I think we'll do that. Save the best All for right. last. Then I will go ahead and give you my list. Now, like I said, I did have a couple that and I and I tried to include movies that that, you know, just had like really weird sticks in them for no reason. Um, I, I do have what I've got six, seven. I've got eight movies on my list here. So do I've it. got I've, I've got a couple honorable mentions, um, but I'll I'll throw in uh, Piranha 2. And you've got you've got the whole well, you know how do we make piranhas more scary? Oh well, we'll use the mutation shtick. So the the piranhas in Piranha Two fly. By the way, I don't know if you were aware of that or not. I was but, not. 
They mm, gave him wings and the piranhas fly because they mutated. Make see it anymore. <laughs> no, no, they mutated. Got it. And I'll do uh, Blair Witch 2. Okay. It, as an honorable mention, because like I said, they changed their shtick. They got away from the found footage format that worked so well for them mm-hmm. in the first one and went to like the big budget horror flick for some unknown reason. And it didn't. It, it it didn't work. It yeah. didn't resonate with the audience like the first one did. And I'll go ahead and, and I guess combine. I think if I combine some of these, let's see, one, two, three, four. You know what? I'll use Blair Witch 2 as my fifth one. Okay. Because I'll sure. I'll combine uh, because the shticks are the same. And at number four, I'll do the the changing of location shtick with mm. Jason takes Manhattan. Yeah. And lep and Leprechaun in the hood. Okay. So basically, they just take the slasher and put him in a big city, and that's oh, that's a you know oh, what's going to happen now? Well, you know, it's stupid is what's going to happen. Okay. okay. Ooh, they're in the city. Whoop de doo. Jason they're takes still Manhattan killing people. Had some amazing kills. Oh, I don't doubt it. Yeah. I don't doubt it. But the shtick is kind of stupid. Sure. At number three, I'm gonna put again two movies from the same two franchises, and that's Leprechaun 4 in space. And Jason X again had some really great kills, and I'm sure there were some oh, yeah. really funny kills in Leprechaun Four, especially coming out the penis. That'll kill but you again, every time. Yeah, again, kind of stupid, and it doesn't really make sense how how that happened. It was just like they're like, oh, I got it. Let's put them in space. In space. Space, 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 space. So kind of dumb. My number two is is going to be Waxwork 2. Mm. The original Waxworks was about wax, uh, like wax museum characters that come to life and start killing people. Yeah. And inexplicably in Waxworks 2, it kind of centers around the main character's time traveling sure to go back and stop someone from being prosecuted for murder one of the killer wax figures from being prosecuted for murder perfect ship it and i'm like (laughs) what how that uh okay whatever that's number two doesn't really make sense no and it doesn't really flow with the movie either. I mean, there's no read <sighs> anyway. But my number one is actually going to be a good one. And that's why it's number one, because they changed their stick and created. I, I would almost say they created a movie genre. All right. And th- they, they helped law. They helped light the fire underneath the horror comedy genre. Have you figured out what my movie is yet? 
Critters? No. Earlier than that. Gremlins. No. Hit me with it. I think it was earlier than that. It might not be earlier than Gremlins. Evil Dead 2. Aha! Because the original Evil Dead was, in fact, a horror movie. It was. And in Evil Dead 2, they're like, you know what? F it. Let's ham this shit up. Let's let's do this. And they leaned into the into the campy, gory, just and they completely changed the face of the franchise, because Mm -hmm. then when you go on to Army of Darkness, it carried on with the with the total campy shtick. And so the horror, the horror comedy kind of I, I really feel like Evil Dead 2 was one of the films that at least helped launch the horror comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Agree with that. So that's going to be my number one. Fantastic list. And I don't even think we covered the Evil Dead joke in Thanksgiving three. Because it was so bad. Yeah, no, they, they had a joke to to to. I, was it Evil Dead or Army of Dark? No, I think it was Evil Dead. Yeah. Yep. And it's not even worth mentioning because that movie is shit. Nope. So that brings us to a voicemail from our patron of unusual size, Alec. Golf clap. There it is. Let's hear from Alec right now. Hello, this is Alec with my top five list regarding uh, crazy sequel sticks. Um, Honorable mention goes to something that hasn't come out yet, but the rumor is that one of the next Fast and Furious movies will have them going to space. I think that would definitely qualify once it comes out, so I thought I'd mention it now. Um, After that, I'd say, for me, number five would be Beverly Hills Cop 3. Axel Foley goes to Beverly Hills and goes to a theme park. I think that's kind of an out-there sequel. Number four would be Alien Resurrection. That movie just is crazy all the way around. Ripley's dead, but is a clone, and there's a cyborg, and another droid, and then there's, I don't know, she's like a, a mother to an alien. It's really weird. I think it belongs on the list. Number three, A Good Day to Die Hard and Police Academy 7. I'm putting those two together. They both involve American cops going to Russia, which, I mean, it certainly seems timely now, but it seems kind of out there. And then number two, I have Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. At some point, Michael Myers is some kind of supernatural being protected by some weird cult. I don't know. I thought that was kind of out there. And it wouldn't be a list of mine without Jaws being mentioned. So I'm going for Jaws, The Revenge is number one. Keep in mind, the tagline for the movie was this type. It's personal. And it was about a shark hunting down the Brody family. For some reason, I guess, trying to get revenge for all the sharks that the Brody family had killed in the previous Jaws movies. I mean, you know, it makes sense, I suppose. So that's my top five. Hope you like it. Have a good night. Bye. Thank you so much for calling in with your voicemail, Alec. Fantastic. Great list. list. And uh, a lot of things that we didn't even include. Now, as we stated before, guys, you can get access to the list as well by checking out Give Me Five podcast, the Give Me Five podcast on Patreon. 
They keep switching them around. Patreon.com slash give me five podcast. Or if you'd like to contact us another way, check out give me five podcast.com. Find us you can on- also find us on Facebook mm-hmm. by searching for the give me five podcast. And we're also on Twitter and Instagram at give me five pod. Yes, we are. And I do believe that we have a special inbox for hate mail. Do we not, Jimmy? Yes, we do. You can send your hate mail directly to Greg at give me five podcast at gmail.com. There you go. All hate mail goes to Greg. And please guys, as always leave us a review if you can on iTunes or whatever podcast app you're using it. It helps push us to the top of the list. So it helps other people find us and helps us keep the lights on guys. We really appreciate it. And if you'd like to support the show in another way, check out give me five podcast.threadless.com where you can get your own branded. Give me five merchandise. Now you can't see it at home, but I am wearing my give me five podcast hoodie and it is a very Hell good quality. Yeah. I, I have got to vouch for them there. So a little bit of that, if you buy something, comes back to us. And like I said in last week's episode, uh, the most vital thing that, that your hard-earned money goes towards is allowing us enough server space every month to be able to do a bi-weekly podcast or a, a twice-weekly, uh, which is bi-weekly. It is, in fact. Podcast. So Actually. Bi-weekly would be every other week. Bi-weekly would be. A, dude, we've been saying it wrong for months. I, I, you know, I was like, <laughs> wait a second. Twice weekly. We are a twice weekly podcast. Not a bi-weekly podcast. Holy crap. Yep. We're going to let Greg say it wrong next week. Yeah. And then we'll jump all and over. And then we'll him. correct him and, and, sound, and sound like geniuses. Hell yeah. So hopefully Greg doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> and uh, Greg, if you are listening to this episode, uh, just forget everything that we just said. Just ignore everything you just listened to. So guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Will you be able to just insert it later? I can add it in. Yeah. Fuck so yeah, you will. I'm going to clap it in. Mm. SS boy. boy.